Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers, One Mike, Season 5, Episode 20. Today we're going to be talking all about Season 5, uh, just some of our favorite episodes. We have a little list thing going on. Tony, how's it going today? It's going good. We're talking a lot more than Season 5 today. We're talking Two Brothers, oh, One Mike. This is 100. This is Episode Century. This is 10 Decades. 100. Well, we haven't been around for 10 decades, but um, this is episode 100. Now, I mean, we had a couple of season wrap-up shows. Which is kind of what today is. It's kind of what today is. Uh, we just decided not to, do the, not to do the season, the episode 20A that we've been doing in the past. So, yeah, it may look like episode 102 or 103 or whatever. I, I don't know. It might even be 104. I don't know. But yeah. really, this is our 100th show. That's what we're calling it, so. Yeah, I didn't bring any party. Uh, I was thinking about getting uh, what are those things that you know that you blow into the the party horn and it you know makes all the noise and uh, I, that wasn't a good. I don't think I did a good job of of actually. I sounded like a deranged elephant there. I think. I think we all know what you mean though. You're one of the yeah. things that just kind of roll out those big yeah yeah those things. I was gonna bring them and maybe have like my roommate stand like off to the side where you can't see them and just like drop confetti all over. confetti. But, yeah, yeah. But then I said, um, I said, I'm going to pass. Unless he had to go to work. Um, so that being said, uh, let's talk about a hundred episodes on two brothers, one Mike. Um, let's see, Joe, uh, let's, let me ask you some questions. Your favorite eighties segment of all one. Now we didn't always do 80 shows on every segment, but we've, We've had a touch on the eighties. If I if I told you we touched on the eighties twenty to twenty five times, would that would that make sense? I think more than that. I mean, just the, the first four seasons, we were opening with those, and then, uh, you know, we we always not always though. yeah not always I think for the though. for the most part it had to be way more than twenty. I, I venture to say way more than twenty. Let's forty. Let's double it. Yeah, I I would say probably out of them all, boy, there's two two that 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 come to mind. One was, uh, and I don't know how we were doing this in the beginning or why, um, our show is about health and fitness and, uh, but we were just, w what we were doing in the very beginning, if you're just now joining us for, for the journey here and, and, you know, you, you may not have any idea of how we started off here, uh, with seventies and eighties, we would just do something off the cuff 70s or 80s and open up every one of our shows regardless of what the the main title was about so we could talk about just about anything like it didn't always relate to what the show was whose idea um, was that I, I so we so we did a couple one um we did a huge thing about jaws and there was jaws trivia and and uh, uh you know we we had that whole thing going on right um and then the second one was when I brought out the movie trailer voice guy for uh, Breakfast Club. We started talking about Breakfast Club, and I did the uh, uh, the opening trailer for, for that movie. And, and I got and that was audio only when you did that. And, and I, I got to give you props on that. Uh, you definitely sounded just like that guy from the '80s uh, trailers. Um, what if that guy's still alive? I don't know. Did we talk? I don't think that one's. I don't. I don't think he's still alive. But somebody I I believe took his place. Um, there was a homeless guy. I don't know if you remember quite a few oh. years ago. Yes, and he had that golden voice. And yeah, you know, from, 
And I believe he, I know he, I know he got the Kraft macaroni and cheese contract. Um, and I'm pretty sure he ended up getting the movie gigs as well. Not all of them, but you know, whenever, whenever yeah. they wanted that. I do remember that. I do remember that. So, oh, all right, the, you're going to throw those out. I'd have to say, man, if I had to pick my favorite 80s segment so far on the show that we always throw around, I mean, I, I have to go with the whole John Hughes thing. Uh, and and uh, what a lot of people may not realize with all his movies, how everything is based in a suburb of Chicago. Uh, Shimmer High School was used in the breakfast club it was used yep. in weird science it was used in ferris bueller's day off um and and so uh you know that that being uh the high school that they used in breakfast club was actually his old high school and his love for you know the chicago area was portrayed in so many of his movies that he not only directed but at times that he produced um uh for example christmas vacation he produced um he did not direct that movie uh, but you see all the, all the show that, you know, the shout outs to the Chicago area. Chevy Chase has a Chicago Bears hat on uh, practically half the movie. Um, it's based in a suburb of Chicago. But that, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. That was kind of some neat trivia uh, that a lot of people may not have realized. Second favorite, uh, and we'll leave it at two. You did two, right? Yeah. Man, I don't know. I, uh, I honestly don't know. I think uh, I enjoyed talking about Kenny Loggins uh, when we talked about 80s uh, movies uh, oh, and good. the fact that he basically uh, ran the uh, ruled the roost, I guess you could say, as far as the go-to. He's the goat. He's the goat of 80s uh, movie themes. Because if you think about it, and I said this, I believe, in that show too, Joe, um, not only did he a lot of times do the main theme for the movie, but he always did another song in the movie as well. It was never just one song. It's like eight or seven or eight songs I could think of that are Kenny Loggins. Uh, I think what that does is it kind of makes people forget the fact that he's just a, you know, he was a musician songwriter in the seventies. And then all of a sudden he landed these movie role, uh, these movie theme songs, mm -hmm. uh, Top Gun, probably Danger Zone, probably being the most, you know, I guess the, the infamous one. Uh, but playing with the boys was in that movie, the volleyball scene, and uh, Meet Me Halfway from the movie Over the Top, and obviously uh, he did fell right. He did Footloose, uh, didn't he? He did. He did two songs of Footloose. He haven't helped the man, and obviously Footloose, uh, and then uh, obviously the Caddyshack song. I'm all right. I mean that's that's a classic. Yeah. Um, he did Caddyshack too, as well. Um, he had he had the theme song for that one. So I mean. That, those are probably my two favorite segments, um, folks. We were we're from the seventies and eighties, and so although we just we know we talk about exercise and nutrition in our show, we also talk about uh, growing up and things we loved about growing up. You know, um, just recently uh, in shows we 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 talked about, for you know, example, um, we we took the eighties. Now we don't just have this huge segment in the beginning of a show that has nothing to do with it. And we've kind of combined it where uh, when we talked about the carnivore diet, um, we did the where's the beef commercial uh, and everything about that young lady. Yeah. Um, she was in her 80s, I think. Uh, but uh, when we talked about flexibility, we talked about Stretch Armstrong. There's just two examples where now we kind of combine our our nostalgia 
um, yeah. with the show itself. Yeah, I think we, we've we've learned it's just kind of salt and pepper, kind of sprinkle it in. Um, also, if if it's something that's totally like has nothing to do with what we've what we just started to do in our last two episodes, and you're probably going to see a lot more of it is uh, hitting the title topic first. You know, kind of getting straight to the meat and potatoes, and then just kind of shooting the breeze, whatever comes up, and 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 we'll just talk about whatever, and and that way, if folks want to hear some of that nostalgia stuff they've already heard what they knew that they were uh, going to be tuning into because of the title and uh then they have that option to to listen in and and further enjoy the conversation or not completely up yeah. to you yeah that's the beauty of it you don't have to listen if you don't want to we want you to though we would like you to um we're going to talk about that in a second next thing uh i want to point out we do a lot of feel good stories um there's just too much negativity out there in this world, and it, it gets it gets overbearing, it gets ridiculous, uh, and it's not going away. It, with the power of social media, which for those of you who are joining us for the first time, we have a whole show about that. With the power of social media and what it has done, um, on top of the what's going on with news media outlets, period, and then the rivalries there, where we pick sides and and we we argue. Uh, you know, what, whose side is right and whose side is wrong. Um, we just try to bring in feel-good stories too. And when we do a lot of this stuff, someone will always say to us, have you changed the direction of the show? I thought this was exercise and nutrition. I'm going to tell you this as a professional trainer of some 22 years now. If you don't have uh, from the shoulders up, set right, all right, set uh, in a positive, uh, uh, you know, if you're not, if you're not, if the theory of positivity is not reigning within, between your ears and your brain, uh, I don't care how strong you are, how fast you are, um, you know, what your DNA, your genetic makeup is, you know, how, you know, how explosive you are, uh, all you athletes out there, if you don't have it right here between your ears, um, you know, it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter from the shoulders down. So the feel good stories is indeed part of the show because we talk a lot about the mind and, you know, we talk a lot about things like integral emotion, incidental emotion. Um, we talk a lot about the differences between confidence and arrogance and what is narcissistic behavior. So if you're joining us for the first time, you might say, well, where did you guys, are you guys clinical psychologists? No, we have a lot of guests on our show, though, and one of our repeaters uh, is Dr. Nicole Rotilla, a clinical psychologist of approximately two decades now. She talks a lot about all that stuff because it plays a huge role. Mental health plays a huge role when it comes to physical health. So it's not that we're going completely off, you know, off the uh, beaten path when we talk about that in certain shows just because we're not talking about eating in moderation that day. Um, eating in moderation is a fantastic show, but you know, when we talk about all these other things, when it comes to your mental health and your mental well-being, um, we talk about, you know, we have shows on what's the difference between parenting from the forties and fifties and sixties, as opposed to today. And, and, uh, you know, we throw the seventies and eighties and the nineties in there as well. What has changed? What, what are we bringing to the show there? Mind, body, and spirit is a theme that we bring to two brothers, one Mike, well, you know, and, and, and especially in that show, we talk a lot about where we feel it's gone, it's gone south in a hurry. 
uh, when we talk about the Bible, when we talk about scripture, when we talk about what, what that brings to the table, which I mean, if you ask us, it is, <laughs> it brings just a little bit to the table. It's kind of important. Yeah. It's kind of important. And you may say, well, is this a religious show? Joe said it best in one of our episodes where we talked, um, quite a bit about scripture in that particular episode. It's not about religion here. It's about relationships. Uh, and so we're not interested in who is, um, follows uh, Christianity as opposed to who follows Orthodox Christianity, as opposed to who's Baptist, as opposed to who's Protestant, as opposed to, um, you know, every other religion that you have out there. Uh, it's not about whose religion is right or wrong. It's about your relationship with God. And if you don't think that that's important in terms of your your physical and mental well-being, um, we'll agree to disagree. Uh, it, and you know the the uh, what what's important there too is is it, there's a lot of folks who who do believe that they do believe that that's an important thing you know and and uh, uh, you have some people that just don't they just don't know how to go about yeah establishing that relationship or holding that relationship with God and so what do you uh, you know so what exactly do you mean um, some people think well I go to church every Sunday or oh great now I've got to go to church listen. Um, the, the, the really cool thing about making it relationship over, over religious beliefs um, is the idea that there is nothing you can do that's going to outweigh what's already been done, okay? And that's something we'll elaborate on more, but you're, you're never going to take the place of what Jesus Christ did on that cross. So, you know, that said, um, that's why I say it's more about relationship. It's more about learning uh, uh, what that means, um, and understanding that the whole idea of changing your ways being this, um, uh, like this negative idea, ah, if I do this, if I, oh, if I start following Jesus, then I, I have to stop doing this and I have to stop doing it. I have to, have to, have to. And those are lies. The idea is at the end of it all, you don't want to do those things anymore. Um, you'll choose not to do those things, trust me. But you have to, you know, you want to get yourself right with him first. You want to get a relationship established. And so that is some things that are some things that that is that those, those are those are yeah. those are some things that we're going to be talking about uh starting probably into the next season for sure. Just, just some ideas, just some things, maybe not even to say, this is what you should do. This is what I do. And I mean, you know, we always say we're on the clock, um, you know, and I think that it's important that if we're going to, to have these sorts of sort of conversations, we should be setting, uh, good examples as well. Yes. Um, I, we've said this, uh, so many times we're not, we're not folks who are just listening. Uh, what I'm doing right now on the video, uh, is putting my hand up over my head. We're not up here and you guys are down here real low. And we, you're, you're, we're saying to you, do as we say, because we are, there's only one being that is perfect. And all I know is I'm not him. Uh, and so, and so all we're saying is this is our journey. And we are on the clock with you guys. We're on the clock. We're, we're, we, we, we are very transparent in the mistakes we've made. Very transparent in the mistakes we made. 
Um, and, and we talk all about even from even from the physical side, Joe, uh, and the nutritional side. We talk about our donut problems and our drinking pop problems that we had, and how we fall off the beaten path in exercise at times and make our way back. We're human beings, right? And that goes again for mind, body, and spirit. Uh, we make mistakes, and we're trying to find our journey back. And just because we're talking about what we do to get back on the on the beaten path, does that mean that's your journey? Your journey may be something different, but it's our podcast, and so we're telling our story uh, and giving you guys some ideas on maybe an option you may try, maybe something that works for somebody out there, which is fantastic. Absolutely. So, I mean, that that's what it is. Let me ask you a question. Doing so many favorite feel-good stories, what's your favorite one so far? Oh, you know, one automatically sticks to mind because it's like our most listened to. Um so I'm trying to think of a of a second favorite, only because we're going to be mentioning another one here soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so I would say, um, probably. Oh boy, there's there's two really awesome ones, but there's 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 twenty awesome ones. No, I mean that are in my mind like right now. Right. Uh, but but I'm going to stick with um, uh, of the two, Thomas Valen. Um, Thomas Valent between, uh, uh, you know, this, this, this young man who has done so much for his community has so many, I don't know if you saw recently, Tony, he, he made, uh, uh, say it all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, he is just, this, this, this kid is, is he's truly something else and, and just watching him on social media, uh, prosper as well. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I really enjoy speaking to him. Um, yeah. You know, there was just, uh, he gets he gets awarded by his community constantly for his services to his community. Yeah, uh, and just recently he gained more awards. He he doesn't he does you know and he's so humble. Uh, for such a young man, he's so humble in his, you know, in in his receiving of these awards. It's not why he does what he does, and you know he, again, when you talk to him, you know, I, I think when we first started talking to him, he was sixteen. Now he's eighteen. Uh, and, um, going on 36, I always say, and, uh, and this also, we were calling him Thomas Volant for the longest time. And it's Valant. And I, I texted him. I said, how long were you waiting to tell me that we were saying your name wrong? And he was like, no big deal. That is a big deal, you know? Uh, and, and, and so, you know, but yeah, that, that's definitely a feel good story. And right there with him, another young man from generation Z, Austin Conley, uh, and what yeah. he went through not once, but twice in a matter of a year, overcoming huge, uh, obstacles in his life. Um, those two interviews, uh, interviews with Thomas Valen and, uh, with Austin Conley, look up those shows here on two brothers, one Mike folks, and, and listen to the, the things that these two have done for the communities and things they've overcome, uh, in life. Um, that was, that was my second. I said there was two of them tied. The other one was Austin Connolly. Yeah, the, the, yeah, those were both great stories. There's so many out there. I mean, think about Mr. Marco Pasqua. Folks, if you uh, from sure. Vancouver, Canada, who we're going to have again on the show, I talked to him recently, and he said, just let me know. Love to be on the show again. Love the first Good. time I was on. Um, just a young man who I saw on a Hulu show back in time, all about Back to the Future and the DeLorean. And he was on the show, and it just it goes back to where – 
he grew up in the same town as Michael J. Fox and just everything about him and what he, he's a huge advocate for, for uh, accessibility for handicap uh, and just everything he does. Uh, he's an inspirational speaker. Uh, he is just, he's, I, you know, I even the, made the, uh, I, I, I made the joke on that uh, episode. Not really a joke. Um, actually, <laughs> I, I, I was making a point that uh, I, I I don't know, you know, maybe folks remember the show or not, maybe they didn't hear it. Uh, he was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Um, and I made it a, a point to explain him that that I don't believe that he has cerebral palsy. I believe that cerebral palsy has a case of the Marco, uh, Marco Pasquale's, um, because he has conquered and overcome uh, in in so many different ways. I mean, we're, we're a lot of people, I know, Myself personally, you know, I, I don't know how I would react to such a diagnosis, um, you know, but I'm certain that there are a lot of folks who tend to get down or, um, uh, you know, depressed or or uh, just feeling defeated all the time because yeah. they they have this this uh, incurable disease. He's 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 learned how to get over the humps that he still he does have. Uh, and he's, he's explained, he explained it in that, in that episode. Um, but, but he does it with, with such a, uh, uh, with such energy, um, that, that you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell if his lows were low, you would, you would never be able to tell. No, um, no, <laughs> no, you would not, you would not. And it, go back and, and, and watch that show. We have that one in video and audio. Uh, if you listen to the first 50 nine shows i think uh it's audio only once you get to episode 60 through this episode here it's audio and video you will notice something ladies and gentlemen the sound of our podcast has picked up tremendously because we are speaking into a sound system that is way better uh than what we were speaking into from the beginning uh or in the beginning i should say so there's one thing there that uh, you will notice um you'll you just understand just understand when you're listening to shows if you go back and listen to episode six in season one and then you listen to episode 73 in season five uh you may or season four uh you may say wow what's the audio just like changed dramatically here that's because a lot of things change in between that uh that time span there between that you know number of shows but there's so many more. Uh, we had a great interview. Uh, we'll talk about that, though, uh, later on here in this particular podcast, this particular episode uh, with our sister. Um, so we'll mm -hmm. talk about that in a little bit. Um, when we talked to Kim Brigetti's Vebeck uh, from uh, Southwest Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, she almost lost her life uh, in a bout with rhabdomyolysis uh, and the overtraining effect uh, in, in that situation. Um, just, just unbelievable. Amber Landsman Butcher and Dr. Michael Butcher always, uh, they bring something special to the show when they talked about the dynamic of marriage. And then Aaron, coach Amber was also on, uh, by herself one time when we talked about the carnivore diet, eating lifestyle, what it's done for her, uh, because it works for her. Um, they're going to be on again here next season, uh, individually, very interesting shows are going to be on there. Uh, there, there's so much Kurt and Rachel Tucker. Um, when you talk about success uh, in the interview we, we did with them, um, their feel-good story, uh, you know, they they are very transparent 
and how their marriage started, how their how their how they started when they first met, and what a transformation, um, and who they give glory to in that transformation, and where they're at now. Um, and we're going to have them on again. Uh, I just finished uh, reading uh, Kurt's book that he just uh, published not that long ago, uh, so I'm looking looking forward to having him on uh, in the near future to talk all about that book. And uh, I ordered Rachel's book, um, Breaking the Bad, uh, and uh, I'm going to read that. I'd love to have her on to talk all about that book as well. But um, just so much in, in terms of feel-good stories. The one feel-good story where we didn't do an interview, Joe, we've done a lot of those as well. But I can't remember the little boy's name, and he's not a little boy anymore. Uh, but the little boy who lost both his mother and his father when he was like five, six years old, if you can remember the story. And he went about, and it was on the news, and what he wanted to do was he got tired of seeing people not smiling. So he uh, went yeah. about handing out little toys, rubber duckies, little figurines, and all he asked for in in return was a smile from complete strangers while he made these purchases. And his aunt, I believe, is who has him in custody now, uh, again, losing, losing his mother and father at the ages of four and six. And that's what this boy wanted to do was bring smiles to people's faces. That was, that, that, that was very, um, whew, that was touching. Uh, you know, there, there's so many folks, you got to listen to the, you got to listen to the podcast from the very beginning to get these. And uh, again, we can't remember some of the people's names, the gentleman who saved, I don't know how many lives when that train, uh, went into, or was it a train or was it, um, uh, I believe it was a train. That went into it was the a water. It, it read that train wreck, uh, and he was a uh, was he a gold medalist or a national champion in swimming? I think he was gold. Uh, he was a gold medalist. He and his brother jumping into the water and saving so many lives. Didn't uh, he lose? He lost a. Didn't he lose a limb? Did something. He didn't lose a limb. He he really suffered a lot of injuries to his lungs. That's I'm mistaken. That's what it was. Uh, and they ended up swimming again even after that and winning in another event. And then uh, a year later, uh, I really wish we, I could remember the gentleman's name. A year later, saved I don't know how many people from a, an apartment building in his hometown that was on fire wow. uh, as he was walking down the street. Okay. And I, I don't, you know, I, it's just amazing human beings out there. Um, and uh, again, um, it, not, it didn't happen in America. It was overseas. And uh, I'm very irritated by the fact that I can't remember the the gentleman's name uh, because it literally was probably about 80 episodes ago uh, that we that we did oh, that. Yeah. But they're all there. That's the beauty of this show, and and that's what I want to say now before we go to an ad from our sponsor, um, folks. The beauty of the show is that everything we do stays right there. If you if you watch us on YouTube or you watch us on Spotify. That's where you can see us in video. If you listen to us on Spotify or um, Bullhorn or Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Facebook, uh, is it Stitcher or Breaker? Um, both. Both. I'm, so we're, we're on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. We're on your favorite podcast platform, whatever you listen to your podcasts on, whatever you watch your podcasts on. Um it is so important for those of you, uh, the thousands and thousands of listens that we've gotten, that we see in analytical data. 
And we just started video not that long ago. And so to what is approaching a thousand views now, um, for those of you who are watching and listening, um, the two to three percent of you in Germany, hello, Germany. Hello, how are you? Um, Australia, Japan, um, and then throughout the United States, Minneapolis, how you guys doing? Um, Arizona, how you guys doing? Boston, how you guys doing? Youngstown, Ohio, where this podcast is based out of. Hello, everybody uh, in the Mahoning Valley. Uh, Lansing, Michigan. Uh, hello, everybody in Lansing. Uh, so, folks, this is what we we need for you to understand. It's so important that for us to get this information out when we're talking about eating lifestyle, when we're talking about exercise, when we're talking about um, uh, being the best Jew, when we're talking about things in our life that make us the worst Jew, that's actually a show we did, and we're very transparent in what makes us the worst us at times. Um, when we're talking, when we have all these interviews with Ron the Pharmacist, who comes on and talks about supplements, with, again, Dr. Nicole Rentilla, with our gastroenterologist who is brand new to the show, who will be on again in season six, Dr. Becky Natrajan. Uh, when we have these interviews with these people uh, and so many more interviews, to get our show out there and get this information out there, which is our passion, Joe, maybe you can just, you know, I know we say it sometimes, but maybe give them a little insight on why it's so important to subscribe to the show. Right. So mainly the algorithm, the infamous algorithm in a world where the algorithm runs everything. Yeah. So uh, there's, the, there's that voice yeah. <laughs> in a world. Okay. So look, the, the algorithm, uh, the algorithm, uh, subscribing, make sure that you never miss any of our shows. I mean, you hear it all the time on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. So you don't miss any or hit the bell so that you're notified, but you yeah. want to subscribe so that you are notified. Okay. So there's that. Uh, if you're on YouTube, Obviously, if you're on any of the podcast platforms, if you subscribe and we put out new content, you'll be informed. Okay. Uh, but what's more important to us is sharing. Okay. Likes are nice. Sharing is caring. We always say that. Um, you know, the idea is you're putting us out there beyond our meteor, our immediate listenership. Um, and so, I mean, numbers, numbers are everything in this game. Uh, we want to keep creating content. We want to be able to, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's sponsorship that's based upon these numbers. Um, the more sponsors that we have, the, uh, more content we could create in better, I don't know, better qualities. Um, so there's that. Uh, so if you enjoy what we're doing and you want to see or hear things better, uh, oh, there's only one way you can, we can do that. And that's through more sponsorships, which is based upon more listenership which is based upon you just sharing the show. I did a um, a quick I did a quick test. And I want to say in less than 8 seconds I had it shared out everywhere on Facebook. It, it's it's an 8 second deal you just hit share and okay. And that's it. That's all you have to do. It's not a a tedious task. Um we're on once a week. I don't care if you share nothing else. <laughs> that's totally up to you. Our show we just ask that you share it. Expand our listenership, brings us more sponsorship, helps us bring new content out to you. That's it. That's how the that's our that's the two brothers one mic algorithm. That's how that one works. Yeah. Yeah. Um sharing is caring is definitely um the most important. Commenting 
is actually important as well. Uh, we have a ton of notes on shows that we've done and shows that we want to do. We come up with new ideas all the time about what shows we want to do, who we want to interview, who we're going after. We send emails out to people, love to have you on the show. Sometimes we get emails from people that say, I'd love to be on your show. Um, that's never, I, I like that kind of problem. Um, yeah. Um, at, when you comment, I'd love to hear more about this or what is your thoughts on this when it comes to this show that you just did? It gives us the opportunity not only to answer the question, if we can, but to look and say, well, I can't answer. Let's say we have yeah. 65 responses in a matter of a half an hour. To look at that and say, I see like 30 of those responses are asking basically the same question. Let's do a show about it. And so it gives us more ideas and more opportunities to, to create more content. And, and so that's why commenting is so important. Um, and that is something that, that is lacking for the thousands of people that have listened. Um, we really, really wish that you guys would make the comment that you want to make. Cause you're asking the questions. Uh, I know a lot of people personally in my life, so they have my cell phone number and they have my messenger on Facebook and that's how they're, they're asking me questions that way. And I, I, I it's, it's, you know, when it, it's people in your personal life, that's one thing. But for those of you who do not know us and you're listening to our show and you're watching our show, we want to engage. We want to engage with you. So don't be afraid to pull you, 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 uh, I don't want to say pull the plug. Don't be, yeah, don't pull the plug, plug it in. Um, but, but give us the opportunity, uh, to do so. We would love to, um, you, you have no idea. So, so I think that's, that's important. Um, I don't know if there's anything else as far as that is concerned. Well, the the more that 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 it's uh, that there are comments made, the more that likes and the shares, the more interaction with our posts or uh, with our show, the more credibility the show gets as well. And then again, we're back to the algorithm when it comes to Google when people want to search up health and fitness podcast. Um, you know, it, it's the, these kinds of things that are just helpful. So, yeah. I mean, if you find that you've been listening to a lot of our shows, there's an easy way to support us, and it would never even cost you a penny. Just share it. No. Um, if you, and Joe just said something there about health and fitness podcast. So that's where a lot of people get confused and they say, well, I see that you did like, you know, 15 shows on exercise and like, like 14 or 15 shows or 16 shows on nutrition. But then you have all these shows about mental health, well-being and about, you know, parenting and, you know, the forties and fifties as opposed to today and social media and 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 music and its power on the brain and folks that's all very important from a mental standpoint and again this show is about not just what you eat and what you lift and pick up and put down all right and the importance of it but it's about how how focused you are in life from the shoulders up that that will help you in that journey it's not just about physical health it's about mental health as well so so, and again, when, when we're trying to put a podcast together, a lot of these platforms, it's a very limited genre list. And so when they're asking me, okay, so what genre is your podcast? I, there is no, you know, health and fitness, feel good, inspirational. There's no one line. I would have to tick like 15 boxes and they only give you one choice. And it might as follows that too. I mean, health, 
mental health, physical health. That's a pretty broad, it's a pretty general term. So I get stuck having to click that box every time. And and so we, we kind of, it's not us doing it, but a lot of these platforms that sort of pigeonhole us into that, that category. So maybe that's why there, there may be some, some, you know, some discrepancies or some, uh, 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 you know, misunderstandings. Yeah. Um, and, and there may be, there may be, uh, being pigeonholed into that little spot. Uh, we've been, um, doing some work, uh, with, uh, another podcaster, um, who has been on our show a couple of times and we're going to see where that journey goes. Uh, networking is huge. And so we may have found a way out of that pigeonhole, um, with, uh, and he was a great feel good story too. Uh, Mr. David Hess, the rising of Moat podcast. So we're seeing where that, that journey goes and we'll leave that right there. Uh, we'll see where that goes. That's, that's a work in progress and it's a serious work in progress. Uh, so there's that. And, um, last but not least, you know, before we go to an ad from our sponsor, a lot of you may say, well, where did the eighties in seventies and eighties, nostalgia, where does that fit in? And folks understand this seventies and eighties fit in everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if the seventies and eighties were referenced in the Bible somewhere. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking, I am looking. I, I truly, I am looking. Uh, I would not be shocked. Uh, it is the greatest two decades ever. It will continue to be referenced, and I wasn't doing the podcast unless we were allowed to do that. So there's that. So deal with it. Listen to uh, this ad here from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Apps. Perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from T-Bomb. Once again, we're talking about Kitchen Abs, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread super cakes, you can rest assured Kitchen Abs has you covered. And maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors or prefer something a little more traditional, then the buttermilk flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this these mixes are made from scratch with top-of-the-line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. Welcome back, everybody. So um, that was the longest. Uh, obviously, they don't know because they're just listening to the ad and the ad's always the same length. But that was the longest halftime break uh, uh, conference that you and I, I think, have ever had. We almost had a we almost had a mini show in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so they don't know though. Don't tell them. Um, so when we talk about two brothers, one Mike, we get Joe. We get obviously the analytical data, uh, which I look at way too much. Uh, I'm a numbers guy, uh, which it. My, my brain is always working every time I look at the analytical data too much sometimes. Um, we have top shows, so we see what the top shows are and, and have an understanding. The top show so far was way back in, I think it was season two, maybe season three, it was audio only. And it was a fantastic feel-good story, and it was the Janie, the Janie, 
the Jenny Mayner interview. A uh, young lady from just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Anybody who listened to that, if you did not listen to that show, you have to listen to that interview. Um, we we were so excited to have her on the show. Seen her on ABC Nightline, uh, where she talked about her fantastic story about when she got married, uh, what had happened to her father years before, uh, a tragedy. Uh, it is an understatement. Uh, his life was taken from him. Um, and he was a donor and donated his heart, uh, to a gentleman who received his heart, saved his life. And then that gentleman walks her down the aisle in her wedding. Uh, wow. Uh, it, 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 it every time I say it, it, I have to take a pause because that just, if you get a chance to, I believe it's called the Jenny Maynard interview. Uh, you can't miss it. Uh, the Jenny. Well, I keep saying Janie. Janie like Maynard. Like Janie Maynard. Like Jane. Yeah, like, like Janie Lane, uh, singer for Warrant, uh, who passed away uh, tragically. Uh, that, see, that, folks, I threw an 80s in there and had to do about it. That story actually was, um, it was pretty big, even on social media. I mean, it I was. It was huge. I saw so many posts about it. When you're telling me about it, I'm like, I have read this numerous times on my timeline, you know, and it's just one of those things where you figure, oh, that's like, you know, this happened 50 years ago or, I mean, you know, a long time yeah. ago at some, yeah. in some galaxy far, far away. Like, you don't realize here, us being in Ohio, this was not that far from us at all. And uh, lo and behold, lo and behold, who ends up on our show? So, yeah, yeah it was. That was really cool. Yeah. And she she will. We're hoping to have her back to have another discussion about something that that we when we concluded that show we figured would be a great show to have so people could understand the process that we go through when it comes to organ donation. Um, there's a lot that goes into that, right? So we're we're, we're hoping that um, you know Jenny comes on back and uh, and we have that show uh, for sure. So that was that's our number one show uh, still to this day. Now it's unfair to say, uh, you know, we just did. Uh, so we just had an episode release, you know, a week ago. Uh, that may not have the same number of hits yet as that one did because that one was over a year ago uh, that we did that show. So it's it's unfair to to rate the shows that we've just done here in season five when the shows in season two have had so much more time to age properly. Um, but the second one, and I have my cheat sheet, folks, right here. Uh, the second one, I knew this already. Why did I even have to look at my cheat sheet? Yeah. Fear of anxiety. Um, that was a very good show because not only did you get the opportunity to be very transparent and what was going on in your life for several years, folks, if you didn't hear uh, Fear of Anxiety, it's, all, it's audio only. Joe is very transparent in telling his entire journey. Uh, I had a lot of people who have come up to me and said, I love that show that your brother did. I totally was on the same page with him the entire time because I am mean, I, actually, I think they then contacted you, a couple people uh, that listened to the show. I don't know if they did or not. Um, I thought one gentleman told me he was going to contact you. Uh, to ask you all about that. He never did. 
Yeah, he, he may have had every intent. Or maybe he contacted me and then I contacted you. And obviously, I don't want to give names. Yeah, I love um, Yeah, but but people who want to, you know, reach out and they want to ask you questions. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and, and you were very transparent in everything that was going on with you and, and how you finally figured out a process to um, not alleviate completely from that, but how to control that um, over time. And, and you told them, you told the entire journey, um, and how that went, you know, how, how you went about that, what you were dealing with. And what was also great about that episode was our very first interview with, uh, newscaster, anchor, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Rena Sarginopoulos. I hope I'm getting her name right. <laughs> uh, that's a long last name. I'll bet you can't spell it. Uh, well, it's the same as ours, which is ironic, you know, like Smith and Jones, uh, same thing, same thing. Um, but Rena, our sister, uh, who has been an anchor newscaster, um, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, I want to say almost 25 years now, it's going on 25. It's not quite, or I'm sorry, almost 20 years now, almost 20 years now, uh, she has been in this business for quite some time, from Dubuque, Iowa, to Madison, Wisconsin, to now Minneapolis, St. Paul. I believe in 2005 is when she moved there, and she's been a Minnesotan. Uh, is that what it is? A Minnesotan? A Minnesota? Is, is no. yeah. Actually, she started here in Youngstown. If you remember, she's, oh, she that's debuted true. in, that's was it 27? Yeah, I believe it was 27, was it? I'm pretty sure. Channel 27. Right, 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 right. Yes. In 1990, well, is it 1995? Because she went to Dubuque, Iowa, 97, I think she went to Dubuque, Iowa. Uh, 96, 95. Yeah. And so so she talks all about her fear of anxiety. And get this, when in the midst of a lot of people, when she's the center of attention, she's a newscaster and an anchor. So how does she deal with that? And, And so she talks all about, you know, her journey there. And that was a fantastic interview and um, our, our very first one that we do. So that all came out of that show. And it's our second most listened to show uh, till this day. And again, that one was audio only. Uh, we were not yet video and audio. Our third one, this is very, you want to talk about a 180. Leg Day uh, was our third, our third, it is our third most listened to show. Leg Day. Um, where we talk all about exercises when it comes to legs, why they're important, what the benefits are of leg day. And I I could tell you this, folks, the biggest benefit I can give you from leg day is the fact that when you do legs, when you hit legs hard, okay, and you you create, you know, all that hypertrophy, all that muscle gain, it releases so much growth hormone, so much testosterone in your body, being some of the largest muscles in your body, that the next day's benefits are times two, let's say if you're doing arms and shoulders that day. You're gaining and reaping the reward and the benefit from the leg day you did the day before, like 24, 48 hours in. Uh, and so that's just one benefit of leg day. If you want to know more of the benefits, you got to listen to the show. It's interesting that you say that too, because this uh, uh, program that I'm doing right now actually has leg day and then more legs. So you do it like every uh, Monday and Thursday, which makes enough sense because now you're getting, because <laughs> you, you still have another day of the week both times. 
you're getting twice the effect for both of those both of those body parts as well. We're gonna we're gonna talk in the near future. I have it in my notes. We're gonna talk about full body workouts and what the benefits are when it comes to being able to do a full body workout every day. And there's a way you have to go about doing that. Um, sure. There's there's certain parts that you hit heavy on, others light, and that whole rule of eight to thirty two sets per week for every body part. And there's a lot that goes into that. So we're going to talk about that uh, for sure as time goes on. Uh, so doing legs more than once a week is is definitely a possibility. The next several shows, and it's like episode or, or, or the fourth most listened to all the way through like the eighth or ninth most listened to all nutrition. Uh, glycemic index versus glycemic load. Uh, intermittent fasting 101. Calories versus insulin was a big show. Is a big show. I I say was like you still can't listen to them. You can still listen to them. Absolutely. And so those are those are huge shows that talk all about your journey when it comes to what are the differences between calories and insulin. What are the similarities? Which there aren't many. <laughs> um, why do you need to pay more attention to insulin and how you can get off that journey of being so hyper-focused on calories without not realizing that, yes, calories are important. Joe talks a lot about his journey with that and how it's been with him uh, and how he you know, moved away from that but still keeps that in his back pocket, so to speak, as a go-to at times. But you know, when we talk about the glycemic index versus the glycemic load, why glycemic load is even more important uh, to keep in, you know, to keep in your, your arsenal understanding the exact serving size of the carbohydrates you're eating rather than just what the glycemic index points out, which is always, I believe, a half a cup of everything uh, to a cup of everything, uh, even if that's not the amount of carbohydrate you're eating in that serving. Um, so you don't always want a full potato as what is the glycemic index for a full potato if you're only eating a half a potato. So right. you want the load. Yeah. I, you know what? I saw something uh, the other day. We're talking about calories, so I wanted to throw this in there real quick. But I'll tell you, this is, this is, this is tricky. So, you know, we were talking about how, you know, calories matter. The type of food that you're eating matters as far as what calories you're taking it. Um, and also how much more food you have to eat. If you're eating healthy, you're, you're probably eating a lot more food in order to obtain a lot of calories. Um, finished, you know, worked out for the day. I think I, I want to say, according to my Apple watch it was like 250 calories I burned in, in that workout. Okay, fine. Whatever. Um, I go downstairs. Uh, the, we have all the children's candy locked, locked away from Easter. I have candy from Halloween. Locked up in, yeah, from Halloween, still locked up in the in the basement. They get little treats here and there. They never get free range with with, with their candy. Well, anyways, okay. there's also a perk to that. <laughs> there's always candy there. All right, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna have one of those little little Reese's. I'm telling you, listen, this big, this wide. I mean, just a little. It's a Reese's egg. Not even a full, and you would think around like a Cadbury. Nope, like a half and just tiny. 78 calories. And I'm like, well, that's, and then it dawns on me, if you have, because this this is nothing, you would easily eat three or four of those. Do the math on that. That's 300. I would have undone my entire day 
if I would have sat there and just had the food, because really one, the one can't be a serving. It is, but I mean, it's so small, you totally would eat more than one and not even realize just how quick you're racking it up in these little, and then that would have been it for the day. Those three, three, four little Easter eggs. And now I'm done eating for the rest of the day. That's not going to happen either. So like, well, that's crazy. Honestly, I put the thing down. I didn't even eat it. Um, because it was like, I'm not, I only had 220. I'm like, that's not, you know, again, I, I, I'm, I'm getting rid of the winter weight right now. I'm not trying to mess that up. Typically that wouldn't be an issue if I'm like midsummer, right? Cause I'm just yard work and exercise and, you know, watching what I'm eating and everything. And so, you know, you get one of those, one of those days where you have a piece of chocolate, no big deal, but, uh, yeah, just, just something to think about one little, one itty tiny and you don't realize how quick that adds up. 78, that, that's 80. That's 80. It's not 78. That's not 70. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, that, that's, that, that 10 calorie difference is, is, is 40 at the end of the day if you had four of those. And you can totally eat four of these. Just saying. Hershey Kisses. You don't, you don't think Hershey Kisses are a whole bunch. I wonder how much. I wonder how much. I wonder how many. I just got to look now. I got to look and see. You got to look. And while Joe's I looking. While Joe's looking to find out the caloric intake when you eat one Hershey Kiss. Well, I mean, now what? What kind of Hershey? Now, now nah, just a regular, just a plate. Okay, you got the ones like the size of my head uh, that you can buy on Amazon to send to somebody for their birthday. But go ahead, twenty-two each. Twenty-two. Now you think about that. That's twenty-two. You're eating you on your sips nose right now. You're eating those right now. I mean, if you grab a handful, you're eating five or six right now. And don't put them in the freezer. Don't put them in the freezer first. (laughs) You will walk around sucking on. I'll just suck on this one. You will chew that in 13 seconds. Okay. Everybody puts the chocolate in the freezer. That's become a thing. And and so, uh, I mean, it's just crazy. You're looking at, yeah, 22 for one of those little things. So think about that, how easy it is to undo your entire day. Well, I'll tell you what, you could probably burn you could probably burn twenty two calories trying to get the dog on wrapper off of them. Um, um true, true. Pain in the butt. But uh But I had it down to a science. I mean, it's really not once you once you get in that, or that's you know, not the first one. On. Once you get the first one, you you you, you learn real quick and they just take uh, somehow the paper comes off quicker and quicker. And then every once in a while there's a little piece of foil and you're like, dah. Yeah, well, I was going to say I've I've eaten more I've eaten more Hershey Kiss foil in my life than probably anybody, uh, and I'm okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Um, so boy, this is a good part. This is a good place to put. There's that. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, I want to say there ha- there has been a couple of shows recently that have gotten hit a lot of hits in in, in a short amount of time. Uh, when we first interviewed Dr. Becky uh, um, who is a gastroenterologist out of San Diego, California, she's going to be back on again this season to talk about gut biome, good gut bacteria, bad gut bacteria, and probiotics. What what are their purpose? What, what what's that? What's the whole? What's the craze when it comes to probiotics? What should we be doing? Uh, that's going to be a show coming up here very shortly uh, in season six. Um, she's already aboard and ready to go. So, um, be looking for that one. She got a lot of, um, of, uh, of hits. So, um, it's always nice to understand the digestive system and she brings a ton to the table when it comes to that. And of course, uh, Thomas Vallant, uh, 
got a ton of hits as well um, when he uh, was on for the second time uh, in video and audio. Uh, the first time was audio only. There's so much. I mean, uh, season six is coming. If you're somebody who follows the show on a regular weekly basis as we uh, we air every Wednesday at 9 a.m., then you understand what season six is. If you're somebody who's listening to this show all over the place, that's fine. If you're somebody who, uh, well, I'm not really interested in the exercise shows, but I like the nutrition shows, or I'm interested in when Dr. Nicole Rentilla's on, so I've listened to those six episodes, or I'm, I'm interested when Ron the Pharmacist comes on and talks about supplementation, so I've listened to those five or six episodes, then you're not really following the journey in order. Or if you're somebody who is here and it's now it's 2028. Uh, we started this journey, uh, Joe, in 2021, April of 2021. So you're, you're, these shows are going to be there forever. You're not following the journey in that manner. It's no big deal when you listen to these shows. It really isn't. You can follow this journey in any way, shape, or form. Um, so don't, don't, you know, don't think that, oh, great, I, I'm listening to this show. I haven't even listened to the first 99 episodes. I'm going to stop right now and hurry up and go back to episode one. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. We'll always reference episodes that relate to the episode we're doing that you may be listening to or watching and put a link in the description of the podcast so that you can go back to that particular episode every time we air something new. Uh, so know that. So know that for sure. But uh, Joe, that's really, uh, it's kind of like a season wrap up slash. This is what we've done so far in episode 100. Here we are. We can't leave out our Christmas episode, can we? That was a big hit. I thought it was a big, yeah, that was a big, you know, since we've brought the platform to YouTube, um, we've gotten, you know, we, we've gotten a lot of folks that are, that are following us along there now too. Um, like for now, nowhere like, near, nowhere near where we want to be. Oh, no, 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 no. And, and the thing is, I mean, YouTube has sort of been more of a supplemental thing for us at this point. Uh, yeah. you could totally find us there. I mean, uh, and you'll, you'll find the videos just like, uh, uh, you will on Spotify or any other podcast service. Um, only thing is, is though we we just started that here in see no the end of season four. Did we start that? August of twenty twenty two is when we season, started it. Season four, episode sixteen was Jim Etiquette one hundred and one. That was our first our first <clears throat> uh, episode that we did. Oh, so we were already we were already some seventy six shows in. Uh, to two brothers, one Mike, right? So and, and so that's that, that that's you know, there's another place that uh, that folks can listen and and there's a place where if you're watching us on YouTube, you can subscribe and hit that little bell so that you'll be notified of any new content that we may ha be putting out every Wednesday morning at nine a.m. Um, other than that, though, I mean, so well, let me ask you this real quick. A lot of people say this all the time. Sure, I don't see you guys on video on Spotify. I'll be the first to admit to you folks, they don't make it easy. No, they um, don't. If I click on an episode for Two Brothers, One Mike, if you look at the bottom of your, uh, from the analytical data, I'm going to stick with cell phone because mobile device, it seems to be the number one thing people are watching us on. Yes. If you look at the bottom of your phone. Well, listen, uh, I don't believe video is possible on computer. I'm pretty sure it's only possible on oh, okay. mobile device. So if you go to Spotify, if you go to Spotify and you you see this, 
okay, and you hit play, all of a sudden down here, you can see this. And then it'll say the episode, and you'll see a play button down here, and you will see us down there in the bottom corner. Put it, put it up by the camera, Tony. Put it all the way up by the camera. Right there. You see, there you you go. see it scrolling at the bottom? If you click on that, you'll have video. You'll have video. Click it, click it and show. Oh, oh, whoopsie. Oops. So, this one is, is it audio only? Oh, this is, this is, uh, this one here was not, uh, that was audio only. That was audio only. That's not a good example. <laughs> a horrible example. I'll, I'll tell you what, this one just, just come out today. So, listen, um, let's say, for example, today is exercising for weight loss. It just came out. So, I'm going to hit the play button right there. Right? Yeah. You got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait to see how I can't wait to see how the filter plays with plays with the music. Uh we we have a filter that we put our, our audio through now. That's why we have this this better audio. And um uh it's for some reason it tries to turn music into voice. I'm also though, I'm gonna do this real quick. I'm also talking into this thing, folks. See that? Yeah. Talking into that. And that uh, is a little bit different than talking into and obviously joe it's very obvious joe's speaking into we used to talk into literally our little white phone jack yeah. uh and that's yeah. why that's why the audio was not as big. yeah if you if you weren't talking into your phone like this the whole time you know yeah uh and, and i mean for our start with when we were just learning and dipping our toes into the whole podcast and uh, wire as it were uh it worked out perfectly um but but you know we've we've come so far since then and so it seems like our audio should be better um you know are we where we want to be totally i mean like at a finish line no i would love to have the ability to have separate audio so that whenever tony is talking i can shut mine down in the event that there's noise on my end and vice versa it makes it much easier to edit audio um but unfortunately, with Zoom, they, they have it where I can record them separately, the audio, um, but it, it doesn't sync with the video. And I don't I don't understand how that works, Zoom. I don't understand how I'm getting the audio from your video and then it doesn't sync. So I have to do a whole other thing and just just do it on my own. Um, and so we have what we have right now. We see the time comes and 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 you see us in a uh, and you see us in the same room. Maybe then we'll be able to 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 do it right as far as uh, how the audio goes. But for now, there's a filter that we use, um, and it seems to be working pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah, it's we're not even close to where we want to be, but we're also understanding that we have to have patience and we have to do this the right way. Uh, yeah. And if this is the right way for now, so be it. Uh, I have yeah. no problem with that. Yeah, it's not broken. There's no reason for us to try to fix it at this point. Uh, especially with, yeah, I mean, you're, you're still not here in Ohio, uh, as much as you fingers crossed will be sooner or later. I don't oh, know. No fingers I don't, crossed. I don't even know how to sell that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the way it's going. Again, yeah. forget fingers crossed, uh, sooner now than ever, uh, 
will say that every day is one step closer to that well, progress. Also uh, true. What are you talking about? We'll tell you all about it someday. Of course, when, you, when you take that philosophy, you're always one day closer to, you know. <laughs> we'll tell you. Others too. <laughs> well, that's not a bad thing, though. If you're on the right path, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, on, no, but when the right path. <laughs> when you're trying to get out of a place, you're trying to retire, yeah. think about living a little longer than that. I mean, yeah, that's true, you know, too, you know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Man, I would say, if I could just lay eyes on my great-great-grandchildren, then we could talk about it. Okay. Uh, and that's for somebody who uh, I feel that my salvation is a thousand percent secure. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Nobody wants to die. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> what can't end on this note? What? No, well, that was good. That was a good joke, but hey, I've said this before and I'll say it again. David Grohl said it several times for the Foo Fighters. I mean, he says it all the time in that one song. Yep. Have no fear. No one's getting out of here alive. It's just the way it is. Uh, uh, there's nothing we can do about that. So so get get, get yourself right. Get yourself right out there. And then every aspect. Season six coming up. Here we are. We said we're not quitting. That's a show, by the way, on Two Brothers One Like. I quit. Uh, That's where I become transparent and all about my journey when I was younger. Some of the knucklehead things I did when it comes to quitting. So, folks, listen to the show. Like the show. Sharing is caring. Share the show. Comment. Tell us what you want to hear. Give us some feedback. We're Two Brothers, One Mike. That's Joe Sargenopoulos. I'm Tony Sargenopoulos. We thank you for listening today. We thank you for watching today. Any questions, let us know. Joe, take it away. All right. Until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a rating or review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, or opinions, you can leave us a message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Seriously, thank you very much uh, for everybody who's followed this journey so far. Uh, We're not going anywhere. We want to provide you with what you're looking for in terms of content. Let us know. Again, like and share the show. We're out of here. Joe, I'm out of here.